welcome back to K Companion. I am Rachel. And I am Brittany. And we are your hosts. If you're new here, we have watched over 50 K dramas and we are still going strong. And we are here to share some of our favorite shows, give you updates on the latest releases, and offer up some K drama recommendations we think you'll love. When you're with us, you'll always know what to watch next. So today is a special episode so of K Companion. You may be curious how we choose which K dramas to watch. We have our two episode tests for every show we start, but mm-hmm. choosing which show to watch often comes down to who is in it. Yeah, so in our K-drama journey, we quickly found actors that we wanted to follow without a better way of saying that. Right. When we find an actor or an actress and we really like their style in one K-drama, we'll kind of seek out the other dramas that they're in, almost like working through their filmography. So as we started to watch K-dramas for one actor or actress, we found other ones in those dramas that we loved. So we started to kind of follow them. And just like that, our list grows and grows, which is why our watch list is insane. A There's so variety. much. There's so much variety there. So today we wanted to share a few of our favorite actors who we think set the standard for acting in K-dramas, at least in our thoughts. Mm. There are many, many actors and actresses out there in the K-content world. So this is by no means trashing on any other actors or no. actresses. This is just celebrating the ones that we found first off and that we always catch what they're in next. No spoilers in this episode. We might talk about some moments of certain dramas to explain it a bit more, but really today we're just celebrating range. What's yeah. range? Also, range, at least range for us, is when you get to see an actor who portrays one character and then maybe either see them in a different K-drama or the same K-drama that plays a completely different character mm. and really, really goes for it and doesn't hold anything back, is completely vulnerable. Yeah, so we've seen the actors and actresses that we're talking about today, we've seen them play a wide range of characters, mm-hmm. sometimes in the same K-drama, sometimes in different K-drama. So we're going to kind of go through the actors first and then the actresses. And we'll talk about each K-drama we've seen them in, what character they played, and why we like their standard and why we kept watching, why we always keep watching for Mm -hmm. them. And we'll also give you a little heads up about what they're in next. So if these are some of your favorite actors or actresses, you can be prepared for what's upcoming. So our first actor we're talking about is Wu Dohuan. Ugh, this man. man. So we kind of encountered him first when we started watching The King Eternal Monarch. I feel like that Mm -hmm. was our first one that he was in. Yeah, that's the first one we watched him in. It was on Netflix, released in 2020. Mm -hmm. But so in that particular K-drama, he plays a bodyguard, but there's also a little bit of opportunity for him to act as a different character as well. In that drama, if you're not already aware, it's across kind of two dimensions, across this different timeline. So he's able to play as himself two different characters essentially one as a bodyguard and one as a like police police officer officer person I I don't know if he's like an investigator or just like a police officer I'm not sure so he can show range in the same drama which is crazy so they had scenes with him in two different spots at once Mm -hmm. in the same shot which just like as as an actor, that must have been so fun, but also like weird to just play to an empty room, essentially. Yeah. Like you're talking to yourself, but not really. Yeah. There are a lot of funny moments when he does that, and there are a lot of good scenes that he has in that particular and these, drama. And the, the characters he played in that drama, the bodyguard has a certain way of speaking very formally. Mm-hmm. And then that other person he played was very, very casual, had an accent, very different. So to have to play both of those in the same scene. So stark. 
crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was our first one. Mm-hmm. What was the next one we saw him in? I think the next one we saw him in... My Country, New Age? Yeah, it was yeah. My Country, The New Age, um, which is a historical... Very different. Sort of K-drama. Definitely different. Period dramas are always a little... Can be a little mm. uh, startling after you've Not seen more favorite. like contemporary <laughs> things. But that particular storyline, he is like a royal inspector's son, or like a warrior. and he... Very intense choreographed combat mm-hmm. in that one. So before in The King Eternal Monarch, we saw him dealing with a lot of like handguns or like like as a bodyguard right. being more of the buff security guy. But then going into a period piece immediately after that for us at least to watch him in, very different where he's dealing with swords and like all this like intense swords slow motion combat. And, yeah. Yeah. So, but he just, he screams range in everything he does. So just to kind of tick through the other ones we've seen him in, we watched him in Tempted mm-hmm. where he's an angst teen this is one of his like high school older yeah, yeah <laughs> older ones also very good those episodes go by really quickly and yeah. it's basically the only way i can describe his character is this like angsty rich teen with a lot of social issues yeah, with his there's, friends there's so like, there's a lot there there's a lot unpack. but if you are interested in watching tempted it is available on vicky mm-hmm. and we also saw him in well you saw him in save me yes which is another older one for him and he's not the lead character in that one no he's he's like a side character side character Um, a school classmate yeah yeah but that was when he was a bit younger yeah a bit younger um that particular k-drama there it's kind of it can be hard to watch so Mm. it is something that i leave with a caveat of like it is very good and you see a lot of great acting across the board with the Mm. cast but it deals with some harder topics Mm. things yeah and then we recently watched him in a movie uh First of all, I I do not watch scary movies, period, stop. I do not watch scary movies. And I'm talking like horror, gory, thriller-ish movies. Okay, well, here's so, the thing. So wait, wait. We recently saw Voodoo Juan in Divine Fury. Mm. Now this film also has Park Seo Joon in it and a couple of other... Choi Wushik? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that part. <laughs> how, how could you forget? I know it was horrifying. That movie is not for the faint of heart. That is a a long marathon of a movie. We will not be doing a movie review on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was horrified. But Wudu Huan has a very good part in it. He's he's more of a like um, demon summoner. Yeah, I think that's slash, a good yeah a good. Title what do they call those people who have the dolls where they like do the voodoo? needle voodoo doll person? Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. He was essentially doing that in his basement, and you know, you do you, but find a new hobby. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was a very hard role to watch him in. It was, but like, uh, it was Screams Range. Yeah. Yeah, Screams yeah. Range, for sure. And then we're currently watching him in Mad Dog, which is another kind of older one for him. And he's a con man, so it's it's perfect. It's so good. We love it. We're here for it. So let's just go through. Bodyguard, angsty teen, school classmate, warrior, royal person, mm-hmm. demon summoner. I have no other way to say that. <laughs> and then con man. So range. And he rocks. Every scene he's in, he just like, he has such like stage presence, I guess. He he really does though. Like there's a lot of charisma in in his acting and there's a lot there that is worth watching. So it has been announced that he is going to be in a new Netflix series called Hunting Dogs. Unfortunately, they don't have a release date yet. So we can't let you know about that. We're very excited for whenever that ends up happening. He's actually, I think they're filming right now because he's been posting on his Instagram story that friends of his, you know, when they do 
that little coffee cart yes, outside like, of yeah, the set. Like a spon- not a sponsored thing, but like a thing that Yeah, like can... they, they buy it and then yeah. give the it's cast so of the show free coffee or whatever they get. So anyways, so I think that they're filming that now. I don't mm. know if he's working on anything else right now, but Hunting Dogs, new yeah. Netflix series. We go, great. We're going to go from Mad Dog to Hunting Dogs. Hunting Dogs, great. <laughs> great. And he's newly out of military service, yes. so he's so, he's so sweet and he, he made a post somewhere where he was doing an interview and he was like, I feel like I've completed my homework for 10 years oh. and it's just like, I can start my life. So super cute. Really glad he's back. It was a long two years without yeah. him, but yeah, it was. Uh, luckily we had some of his older content that we could watch. So next up, we have another actor, my favorite actor. Yes, I was going to say, why don't you introduce <laughs> this I'll next introduce one? Lee Mano is probably my favorite of all time actor. We found him at the same time as Wu Du Huan. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. We first watched him in The King Eternal Monarch. He is the king. Yes. So, so amazing. So he works. <laughs> So his character is alongside this bodyguard that Wu Du Huan played. Mm-hmm. So that dynamic was like super catching just immediately like bros. Yeah, let's get it. Love that one. And then I started to go way back. After we saw him in The King Eternal Monarch, I saw Heirs, mm-hmm. which also Heirs is also called Inheritors on Netflix. I don't know why. They have two right. different names. For, it means the same thing. So anyways, <laughs> uh, I call it's it Heirs. <laughs> I call it Heirs because I saw it on Vicky first. I was mm-hmm. watching it there. And so in that, he plays a rich classmate. He's trying to get the girl who's poor. Right. Down <laughs> um, and out. Yeah. yeah. And oh God, it's it's so great. Anyways, um, <laughs> I could go on. But then we saw him in Legend of the Blue Sea, where he plays a con man. That's and kind of a theme there yes. with those two. And then we watched him in Boys Over Flowers. Now, if you are familiar with Lee Minow at all, you will probably know him from Boys Over Flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because Boys Over Flowers is it's a it's it's uh, it's I'm not gonna old. say iconic. I will not. I will. I mean, it is though. <sighs> it is because the thing is, it's so rough. It, yeah, it's one of those that you hear about where you see and you're like, oh, okay, maybe that's like I don't know the stigmatized version of K dramas. It's it. It came out a while ago, yeah. so you know it's one of the like even just <laughs> turning it on. I remember we were watching it like, oh god, you're like oh look at the hair, look at, look the, at hair. the hair. <laughs> So like, yeah, that was a, it was a fun one to watch together. So to almost laugh at, not that the acting is bad. The acting is not bad. There are a lot Lee of- Lee Ho does a great job. Um, the other actors and actresses in it. Yeah. Kim Bohm is in it, who we just talked about with Ghost Doctor. So very good actors came out of that show. Boys Over Flower is a ride. So- It is, yeah. There's a lot, a lot there. <laughs> Secret boyfriend. boyfriend. We're making up all of our own <laughs> We We had to make all of these inside jokes just so we could get through the show because there are parts of it where it's really aggravating. And there were a lot of long long scenes it felt like. Long scenes. There's also scenes where like you can see their breath in the air like <laughs> the like, room is How cold is that room? Cold. Oh my like, god. What is going on? Boys Over Flowers is a trip. It's on Netflix now. I have no idea how they're keeping it on Netflix because who is watching that? Uh, I have recently like come to find There was an my... uptick yeah, yeah in like watching Yeah throughout my social media of like people I follow of people be like, oh, I'm finally getting around to like Boys Over Flowers and <sighs> testing it out or people either Can't. equally making fun of it. But it is it is very iconic in the K-drama yes, world. It is. And Unfortunately, F4 <laughs> remains. Hey, 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 your boy got a very I know, nice I know. paycheck it's, for it's it. It's fine. Luckily, really fine. Boys Over Flowers is 
10 times better than personal taste. See, I did not see this one. Personal taste is rough. <laughs> so rough. It's got the, the woman who is in Crash Landing on You. On Yijin? Yes. Oh. It's got her and yes. Oh, I did not realize that. Oh, yes. <sighs> <laughs> it's... I uh, I watched it so quick because I wanted it to be How many over. episodes was oh, it? Oh, it's, it's 16. It's a full 16. Oh, it's, it should not be. It's, again, that, like, old, old. <laughs> I, and weird, weird. Like, okay, so they had, they had really, like, sweet moments, right? Mm-hmm. But then there was all this weird things that would happen. There was butt slapping at one point. <laughs> No. I can't. I, I couldn't think, get, you know, that was in episode one. I think that was when you came downstairs. And I was like, oh, I see that you started personal taste on Vicky. And, and I was like, like, help me. No, 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 no. no. Butt slapping, butt there slapping. Was, there was butt slapping. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. That's not a spoiler. You could watch the first literally 10 minutes of the first episode and you'll be like, oh, my God, there's butt slapping. I, I don't get it. Hey, And maybe my humor just like I wasn't in touch with what's funny about I some of the things in that. that show anyways um I, until he's I come see a long it, way i can't i can't attest he, to whether your humor was in line with it or not i don't know he's come a long way since personal taste boys <laughs> over flowers <laughs> airs is still top tier for me so that's great airs and, is airs and, is a very good one yes and legend of the blue sea is is great too so mm-hmm. uh, but the king well, eternal talk monarch about, will talk be, about range in that particular one yeah so as a con man i mean just like with voodoo juan in mad, mad dog, dog mm-hmm. you have to play all these different characters so, like you know lee min ho in legend of the blue sea he was a pilot he was an accountant well and the thing is it's not even like it's his character playing all these different characters which is just it's marvelous to watch it's great to watch for sure and coming up the only reason i got apple tv plus (laughs) and why you should too is it's been announced it was announced a while ago (laughs) we even teased it but we're just bringing it back because we're really excited it's coming right up march 25th pachinko drops this is based on a book which is amazing which is amazing read it read it first go read it you have like a month ish a little less a couple weeks yeah read it quick it's a quick one and he plays a yakuza in that and i'm really excited the teaser photos look amazing yeah and he's super proud of it so this is like his first time working for apple tv and which is an american brand so he's breaking through yeah coming through and we're here for it he had so many fans like i I just remember back when he was on set he had so many fans just hanging out like in vancouver filming part of it i don't think they filmed the whole thing there but he was in vancouver for like a couple of weeks and my twitter feed was just like (laughs) (laughs) videos of him just like walking through this like boatyard going through these different buildings and people were like screaming at him i was like oh god just let him do his job (laughs) like oh and it's covid time too so like he had a face shield and all that but he was wearing the like uh very nice suit with the hat so it's exciting to see that being advertised now on apple tv plus so we're really excited about that lee mino is top tier always he is setting the standard he has incredible range Mm -hmm. we'll go down his list so he was a king a con man a rich classmate a furniture designer that's personal taste furniture designer (laughs) Um, we didn't actually say what his role was in that well yes because it was just bad butt slapping anyways (laughs) so 
he was a furniture designer in heirs. He was an heir to a leader of a prestigious high school, so he was very rich. Mm-hmm. And then next up, Pachinko parlor owner in Pachinko coming out on March 25th. So now we're now moving to the ladies. Yeah, now it's time for some ladies. We've, yeah. we've talked about the boys. All They're right, very boys good. Are done. Yep. Now let's start with Park Bo Young. Yes. She is so, so, so talented. Um, we've seen her in, I think, only three things so far. Only three things, but which is honestly, kind of it feels like we've seen her so much. And maybe I think it's just to show for how good she is in mm. her roles that we She goes... She goes for it all in these roles. She really gives her all in these three. What are they? Well, so we have Strong Girl Bong Soon mm-hmm. was the first one we had seen. Yeah, and she was like super strong. So like ridiculously strong. Punches this guy into the outer space or sort yeah. of thing. But so she ends up being a like bodyguard for this CEO. Such a such a cool It was such, like, a cute role, too, because, like, you don't normally see... I mean, there's just so much behind, like, strong girl bong soon. It's like, what is that? But then it's just this, like, really petite girl who is super strong. Yeah. And, like, dealing with day-to-day. So it's really modern and funny. Oh. Super funny. Hysterical. Yeah. So many things. There are so many moments. Trying to keep her her powers... Hidden. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. There were a lot of... There were a lot of really funny moments, and she did a really great job. And that was such a different role from abyss yes in abyss she is this prosecutor but she's also going through this like weird supernatural uh fantastical element where her soul is revived yeah so yeah she's tied to this orb type thing it's there's the thing is it's been a hot minute since Mm -hmm. we've watched abyss and but that one was also really good it was so so good i think that was one of the first ones that i really like cried at at the she she has this way of making fantasy not seem like super otherworldly mm-hmm. so in the next drama the last drama we saw her in was doom at your service yeah she's a book editor but just like in abyss you know she's a prosecutor so that's a very real world job there's this like fantastical like supernatural element and she makes it seem so normal just like yeah whatever this guy's doom at your service right. <laughs> like great and so she definitely makes it so relatable well, in her performance yeah and i think we've because we've talked about doom haven't we? To a some little extent. bit. Yeah. I think that storyline in particular can be so crushing mm. um, and such a hard topic. And she... Where she's going through this health crisis of having a tumor in her brain. Exactly. Which yeah. happens to people and it is fatal. And she has like three, I think it's three months at the beginning of yeah. at the beginning of this show. And the amount of emotions and the mm. reasoning and the grief and yeah. everything that she has to go through. It's It was really like really starkly done. And so real because her character, you know, gets diagnosed with this brain tumor. This, these aren't spoilers, by no, the way. This first is all plot. Episode. <laughs> first <Yeah>. episode. <laughs> this is all plot. You know, she gets diagnosed. You know, you, you go through denial. You go through all the five stages of grief and being like, I don't want to get treatment because I know that that will be super painful. Right. But then there's this element of fantasy that comes into the role and she just makes, she just plays it off so seamlessly. Mm. Like, all good. And you, you're, as a viewer, you're immediately on board. Like, sure. Got yeah. It. Nailed this, it. This guy doesn't sleep, doesn't eat, like, whatever. He, he might as well be, like, an angel, but he could be a demon. I don't know. Who knows? So, it's great. We're on board. 
So she does a really great job with that sort of thing. I'm really excited to see what she's in next. Yeah, apparently. It's been announced that she'll be in Concrete Utopia, mm. which will be a film with Park So Jun. Unknown release date again, uh, but it appears to be a disaster thriller based on a webtoon. Yeah, it's so, about like this earthquake happens and I guess things happen. Well, and she's all about it with Park Seo Joon and Well, it's Park Seo Joon. So. Well, well, I'm not so sure because we saw him in Divine Fury and <laughs> that, that I don't a, know. Hey, he didn't have a leading Anyways, lady to no, work with. No, he did with. not. It was, he did not. He was I alone. think that's why you did not like it as I much think as it. Maybe I think that's that why is the too. case. I, uh, yeah, alright. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Anyway, so that's Park Bo Young. Park Bo Young, we are such fans, and she Mini, does a really yeah. great job. Mini with everything rundown, that she's just her doing the super strength, fantastical things, prosecutor, but also like a soul revived person, editor for books. Like, just she can she can do it. She all. can do We're it. All. Very excited to see more of her. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Lastly, the best for last, mm. Park Shin Hee. Yep. We've seen her in quite a few things. She was our first leading lady. We started with Memories of the Alhambra mm-hmm. with Hyun Bin and Park Shin Hee. And those were, I like that top, we didn't even. Top tier. We right didn't even there. mention Hyun Bin in well. our. Hey, we can't mention him all, but he is no, also okay. very good. He is also very good. But she is our leading lady. And in Memories of the Alhambra, she is an owner of a hostel. But there's also this fantastical bit of it where she's like in a video game, <laughs> in yeah. a, like a virtual reality type thing. So it was interesting to see her in that role because she was like this whiny, like privileged person and really has like a come to reality moment. I think next we saw her in Pinocchio. Oh, yes. <laughs> These older K-dramas look let me tell you the right now. The hair on these hair. people. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to mention I it. I couldn't help it. It's Because yeah. Lee Jong-suk is in Pinocchio with Park Shin-hee. Lee Jong-suk is known for romance dramas. Mm-hmm. He Being very composed. I feel like that is known knowledge. In Pinocchio, however, for the first... I thought it was two episodes. You thought it was four, and it was definitely six. But okay, here we I are. I just tried to make it a little bit better. <laughs> His hair is no good. Just going going into it, know that. Her hair is great through the whole thing. Well, so. yes. <laughs> But we saw her in Pinocchio, and this is an older K-drama, and she plays a news reporter, and she's great in that role. That was, it's honestly, yes, hair aside, it's honestly a really great story, and definitely kept us just coming back. Like an underdog story type deal. Mm -hmm. And if you like news reporters... Yes. This is a very very fun one to jump on board with. Which is also why I'm excited for unrelated forecasting forecasting love. love. Yeah. The weather drama that's coming up. So weather reporter, news reporter. Anyways, she's not in that. Just side 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 bar. So anyways, so we saw her in Memories of the Alhambra, Mm -hmm. Pinocchio, then Airs. Yes. She's an heiress with Lee Min Oh. Yep. She's the girl that his He's character is trying in to. Love with. Yeah. Oh my God. So good in that. And she plays a poor classmate. She doesn't have money to go to school, but based on a scholarship, she got into the leaders of this rich high school, decided to let her in because like she higher. is super smart. Smarts her way into that school, uh, but then has to deal with that money difference. And it comes up a lot. So, yeah, it's big. The biggest theme. Ticket item of there. That. Yeah. Heiress yeah. was solid 
and also you just felt for her because she's she's a student but she's working and she's doing all these things and trying to be friends with these people who who, who are aren't nice to her not like nice at all not at all so anyways that was a an older drama that was very good for her and then more recently we saw her in Sisyphus which we've talked about before she's a daughter but she's just trying to survive at this point yeah things, um, things are things are not great be- no. because of like there's all manner of time strange time warp there's yeah a meteor hits Korea slash the world it's there's a lot the going world on is in and she's just trying to make it through just trying to live um, and um, so it was very interesting to see her in this role versus the others that we had seen her in because this is definitely action packed wasn't a romance really I mean that wasn't the major theme like in all of the other ones it's like oh she's the leading lady and she's like she's gonna, gonna be the one that gets right. with the boy like that's yeah that's pretty typical but Sisyphus was the first one where she's shooting guns and fighting people right. <laughs> and jumping off and of buildings and bridges job with that yeah no she rocked it so after seeing her in Sisyphus a movie came out with her in it called The Call which also had this like time aspect to it of time warp a scary movie it I don't scary. watch scary movies but so. I feel like this one was less gory than more thriller mm, yeah definitely of, more thriller but it's the but, type of thriller where you're like don't go down the hallway yeah don't you don't want to do that but she was great in that so that's a movie we watched it on Netflix so sorry to say she does not have any dramas upcoming because she is spending time with her family yeah. she just got married so adorable she's pregnant so she'll be having a little kiddo which yeah. is so exciting so super cute Lee Min Ho was at the wedding along with so many other All, people like everyone else <laughs> everyone was invited so just to run down her list she was a poor classmate in a school for the rich real rough a fighter in an apocalyptic world the owner of a hostel in Alhambra mm-hmm. an orphaned daughter and a news reporter yeah none of these folks will disappoint you if no. they happen to be in the cast list if they are in the cast list get ready this is the standard they set the bar mm-hmm. and I mean we can say that any drama we've seen them in has been top tier yeah no definitely very high watching. on our watch list other than personal taste for you but, <laughs> or or I can't we, believe I literally just forgot when I was saying that I was like no everything looks good everything's great and, and then you said that and I was like Ooh, didn't I didn't necessarily enjoy boys over flowers but but we watched it and you know iconic. it was fine it was fine yeah you can get through it and it's there are things I think watching it in today's world mm. is more like mm, that's really aggravating oh like, yeah well, F4 I feel like, feel let's like just there these four boys that are more harder to get through and or cringe Mm. in this day and age well, versus the, uh, watching things from the past like with anything but yeah. still I feel like you have to watch it just to have that kind of background mm. of and if you're a fan of these actors and actresses I encourage you to just go see what other things that they've done because mm-hmm. it just really uh, just shows their range it's fun to see actors you love doing other things that's how we watch American movies and TV shows as well yeah. like I will watch anything Emma Watson is in yeah. that's just yeah this is kind of the same type of thing that we have are now doing with K-dramas, which just makes our watch list like ridiculously long, but super worth it and so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I just think of like all the times I was sitting on the couch, just very excited and to be able to be taken on these stories Mm. with these actors. 
so so fun yeah definitely i agree so i think we're gonna wrap up today this has been setting the standard yeah um i i hope we can continue to do some more of these because it is fun to break down yeah kind of where where we started with particular actors what we've seen them in what to look forward to is always fun it's also nice to see just how how much overlap there is with actors that we love and how Mm -hmm. we found them so you know we started the king eternal monarch i don't know why Uh, it was i think i i had started it and i was like i am liking this you should watch yeah, it I think there you, are six you, episodes out <laughs> yeah and so then we found Lee Min Ho and Voodoo Huan and then slowly it started to expand because once we found Lee Min Ho then we watched Ayers and then we found Park Shin Hee and then that kind of went everywhere so mm-hmm. just kind of interesting how it can all loop together because I think on our watch list which is now available on our Instagram highlights yeah. if you are curious about what we have watched there's so much connection there so you can see kind of where we've bounced and why a little bit in what we've watched but it's exciting and i'm excited to see these other dramas that should be coming out soon so absolutely yeah so that's all we've got for you today give us a follow on twitter and instagram at k companion pod to join the conversation and get a sneak peek of what we'll talk about next we'll see you next time